We all have our own path to walk. It may be obstructed, it may be winding, and no doubt it will have peaks and valleys, but it is ours alone. Like onlookers at a marathon, friends and family can offer encouragement along the way, but ultimately we decide the trajectory that we take. In this series, Juliet Doris Williams offers a clear view from her path that may inform your decisions as you move toward finding your faith. One part spirituality, one part real world practicality, and a serious splash of fun. Here's Juliet. Hi, I'm Juliet, and welcome to Finding Faith. I'm the author of two books, one of which is Leaving Church, Finding Faith, Six Steps for Discovering Your Purpose in the World After Leaving the Christian Church, and the primary focus for this podcast. You can find both books and how to contact me on my website at julietdoriswilliams.com. I am here in this space chatting with you about the book and other things that may bubble up when we are talking about matters of faith and life and how those two things intersect, because if you are at all like me, they always, always intersect. Hi there, friends. Last episode, we talked a little about the time change. Tis the season for that dreaded daylight savings time for many of we night owls. I also talked about uncertainty, how life does not always take us where we think we are headed. I've been thinking quite a lot about how different my life is now on the outside of organized religion, what I call in my book, church institution. At the time of this recording, we are still in the high, holy Christian days leading up to what is commonly known as Easter. A few years ago, my life would have been immersed in the buildup to this highest of holiest days, the weeks that comprise Lent, Holy Week, and the various means of recognizing Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and of course, Easter, or how I would always reference it really is Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Day for me in my Christian devotional self always was distinct from the holiday of Easter. Easter for me was about the chocolate bunnies, the eggs, the jelly beans, the the Easter baskets. And yeah, occasionally when I felt like a splurge, occasionally a new spring outfit. As I studied early church history, however, and learned the origins of the name Easter, I was even more committed to distinguishing that reference from the true meaning. That true meaning being a day to remember that my creator through his son had defeated death by rising to new life, thereby demonstrating for all who were paying attention that death has no dominion, that even death cannot separate us from God's will, God's way, and God's love. 
of course, the lead up to that day is marked with much remembrance and recognition of trauma and anguish. The Christian church denominations that I connected with all had one thing in common as the lead up to Easter, the devastatingly traumatic events leading up to the crucifixion of Jesus, an innocent man betrayed by a friend, condemned by the authorities of his day, beaten, humiliated, nailed to a wooden cross while onlookers either mocked, denied, or grieved while he suffered and died. It's a familiar story to most people who understand what this recognition is about, but this trauma leads to the triumph of the resurrection and all that came after, namely the actual forming of what would eventually become that which we know of as the Christian church. And no, if, if, if you're just joining the party here, Jesus did not create the church. Jesus is not the founder of the Christian church. Jesus was Jewish and Passover would have been what he would have been celebrating at this time or at that time of all of these happenings. The interpretations, the, the analogies, the metaphors of all those events, those events abound. There, there seem to be no end to how the events of that story can be a lens through which we can apply present day life and events. I mean, think about it, just, just the resurrection part. When we, when we think about life and love, things often have to die for other things to be birthed, for other things, better things to spring forth. I've been thinking a lot and also talking a lot here on the podcast about the collective trauma we are all living through with a global pandemic of COVID-19. And even though I think we can safely say that with the introduction of effective vaccines, we may be able to, to sense light at the end of this long, dark tunnel, it is also safe to say that life as we know it will be different. At my day job, the one that pays the bills, we are doing what I've called a slow walk back to normalcy. But normalcy is not really the term. I reluctantly use that term because I, I don't know what term to use. I don't, I don't think we know what normal looks like. As this one devastating thing, this pandemic has required us to do life and to think about life differently. Many of us are still working remotely, partially or fully. Big corporations and smaller businesses are talking about production levels and how they have been higher with their employees safe at home, meaning that there is likely a shift in the offing about the the, the benefits of remote work versus, versus housing employees together in big, expensive buildings. This is a swing back to 
years, maybe even decades ago, when working remotely was a more regular, a more popular thing. Health experts are talking about how basically we skipped flu season this time around. They're saying maybe all that mask wearing, hand washing and social distancing made a difference, not just for the COVID, the big bad, but for colds and flu, the smaller, less deadly bads that we've come to be familiar with in fall and winter. My sense is that never again will we collectively ignore or minimize systems of inequality, oppression, and political overreach. Well, okay, I could be wrong about that one because the collective we goes back to sleep unless some folks are marching in the streets, but I am hopeful. I am truly hopeful that the vast majority of we humans are more awake about the realities of our societies than we ever were before. It is so easy to ignore, to be oblivious to that which does not affect us personally. COVID-19 has brought life into panoramic focus. We are all changed. None of us are unaffected. Some things had to die for other things to become alive in our notice, for other things to come into view. Sadly, quite a lot of people had to die to get our attention. In many ways, on this side of the pandemic, those of us looking at it from a tiny bit of a rear view, because we aren't there yet, we are still journeying on the road away from it, but we have come through a harsh and terrifying terrain. We are like, we are like those, those onlookers, those people at the foot of the cross, those witnesses of the crucifixion and all the events that led up to it, watching hope die day after day after day. Then there were those witnesses to all that came after life from death. Impossible, yet somehow not. They were forever changed. Life as they knew it did not continue. The world as they knew would never be the same. Such has been the power of the movement created by the followers of the way of Jesus. The organized Christian church is a massive thing and it continues to evolve. Things die so that other things can spring forth. So it is with us. To be human is to evolve and grow. Resisting that process can leave us paralyzed and weak, stuck. Too many of us have been shocked to learn that the world isn't what we thought it was, that our systems are inadequate to quickly respond to a global catastrophe. We are learning that voting has consequences, both good and bad. Some of us are learning, perhaps for the first time, that though we are all traveling in the same lifeboat, we are not all having the same experience. Forever changed, in many ways, resurrected. The way we looked at the world, at life, 
had to die so that new life, new awareness, new knowledge, new ways of looking at things could live. Happy spring. Happy Resurrection Day. Probably belated by the time you are listening to this. Hey, go grab those chocolate bunnies and jelly beans that are probably on sale now. Eat a few for me. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Finding Faith.